Welcome to Both Down, episode 54, the number one Blood Bowl podcast. Coming to you from spring training in Florida for the New York Yankees. Yankees, Yankees. Wow, you went Yankees. Yeah, it's a shout out to Sharpie. Ah, I gotcha. Yeah. I gotcha, your buddy. Hello, folks. I am Scott Prime. And I'm Kilowog. Apparently, I'm not going to be introduced by Scott. No, I, I think we need to take a different approach. Okay. I'm like, Steve Kilowoggy. There you go. So, like, I say that, and then you just come in right after me. And this is... Or I, or I can do, like, many podcasts do, where I go, like, um, I'm Bernie, I'm, he's my Bernie Williams to my Mel Hall, or something like that, you know? Those are ex-Yankees, Mel Hall. I was thinking Mets. No, Mel okay. Hall, well, Mel, Mel Hall played definitely for the Yankees. Okay. He had the big long Jerry curl no in the mid nineties. Oh yeah, Strawberry. I loved, I loved Mel Hall. Okay, you love guys with Jerry curl. Yeah, I guess so. I thought it made me maybe like um, cultured or something to yeah. like a guy with Jerry curl. Maybe You're really a big fan of Coming to America. Never seen it. Big surprise, right? Oh, God, so sad. So, anyways, not to derail everything already. Oklahoma Bowl's done, so we're doing an Oklahoma Bowl special sort of thingy, kind of. This whole episode is going to be about Oklahoma Bowl weekend. The right. event that if you didn't show up, you missed out on, but don't worry, we'll be back next year. Yeah, if you didn't show up, you're in good company because a lot of people bailed on us. But a lot of people showed up. We had a lot of new people, which made up for it. Yeah. We had our biggest attendance ever, which is awesome. We had 40 people. For Oklahoma Bowl. And 38 and for 38 for Spiky, which is, you know, Spiky would have been record setting, but Oklahoma Bowl. Yeah, just made I mean, it as it should be. Right. Until next year. <laughs> Fifth anniversary of Spiky Cup. Uh, we were... I get to pull out all the tricks. Just to be fair, mm-hmm. um, I said I would get a tattoo if we got 47, and it's including you. Yeah. And we were, what, 45? Paid, but we had like five drops. I, I mean, wasn't that? Yeah. We had at least five drop yeah. that we know of. So if you guys would have shown up, we'd have been really close. There were so a tattoo. many people that just, you know, day of had problems. Right. Flooding. Rich's car exploded on him, but he still, but he still made it. it. That was amazing. <laughs> I'm just saying, there's a lot of things. I mean, life happens. And sure. I always joke about, like, no matter how many people you think are coming, uh, take 10% of them and say they're not coming. Well, that was definitely true this year. And the great thing is, like I said, we had like nine, well, we had over 10 brand new people, which is amazing. That is great. Now, a lot of them, not a lot, but some of them, we don't really expect to come back every year. A couple of Canadians, so... I can't imagine they're going to come back every year. They should. They could. <laughs> I wouldn't complain. So, so should we just get into it, like from the very beginning? Might as or well. Or how, yeah. how are we doing this episode, buddy? I think. Well, first off, do we want to talk about why it's coming out so late, or should that just organically <laughs> spread throughout the episode? <laughs> it's definitely something that has spread <laughs> throughout the last couple of weeks of life. Yep. Um, we can just get to that later. Okay. It was the tournament that kept on giving. <laughs> it sure was. <laughs> um, so where do we want to start from? This is going to be one big long episode, folks. Unless something drastic happens. Oh, okay. 
Unless I get the plague or something. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> um, I guess we just start on Friday. Well, we had people come in. Uh, Keggy and came in early. And Keller Reeves. Keller. Otherwise known as Keggy McKill. Yeah. Came into town. <laughs> he, okay, so if you are from the United States of America, this guy flew in to Arizona and hopped in a pickup truck and drove to Oklahoma. A long ass drive of nothing. <laughs> but he said he wanted to see the uh, states and he, he did. Mission accomplished. Got to see a lot of brown and more brown <laughs> and some yellow and some dirt. And a lot of dirt. <laughs> so uh, he and Craig Ashby from Colorado and mm-hmm. I went downtown and got to go see the Banjo Museum. So that was fun. And you guys ate at Toby McKeith. Toby. Toby McKeith's. Hey, <laughs> Toby McKeith's Irish Bar and Grill. <laughs> Toby Keith's. Yeah, Toby Keith's Bar and Grill. Mm-hmm. Which was fine. I think Ashby was pretty happy with it. Somebody was really happy with their meal. I thought oh, it was, it was good. It was good. It was, but we're used to it. Yeah, I had, well, I had a bologna sandwich. <laughs> Fried bologna. It was actually really good. Okay. Um, it was kind of expensive. Well, of course. But... Yeah, Keggy was driving the waitress crazy. Like, I don't know what this is. I don't know what this is. What should I get for, you know, not being from around here? So I talked him into getting the catfish. And okra, right? And he got okra. Fried okra. Which none of us really knew what it was. We're like, it's fried okra. You just eat it. (laughs) Yeah, but what is it? What's okra? You guys Uh, didn't know that's a vegetable? No, we know it's a vegetable, but explain how it looks. Um, If I had to, you know those drawings where you... There's a name for them where you take away like half of it and you show the insides of something. Yeah. The, the, cutaway. Side, the cutaways. Yeah. It is what I would imagine a cutaway <laughs> of a cat's tail is. Okay, but if you had to say what the vegetable looked like without a cutaway. <laughs> um, green. Exactly. So it's like a, it's like a big <laughs> pea pod is what it is. Kind of. So... We were all just like, I don't know. Hmm. See, I always think of it as asparagus as like when you take all the hair off the cattail, and then when you cut into it, that's what okra looks like. Not a lot of cats came around your place for long. <laughs> I don't know they? why. I've always thought this even since I was a child. Okay. Because you like tearing apart cats? No. I just, just this is what Scott, little Scott Prime thinks about. <laughs> Pussy. Uh, yeah, I okay. guess so. Got to get a little piece. Everything relates to a little piece of tail. Wow. Yeah, probably, <laughs> probably more the than I'd like to admit. Of life. <laughs> wow that that explains a lot. <laughs> okay, am I hearing you? Okay. I don't know. I, I, know I shouldn't be asking okay? this like during the podcast. But no, I have a clogged ear in this side, so I don't know if I'm hearing you okay. We sound okay to yeah, you? Yeah, we sound fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Sorry to interrupt. You don't have to take that out. Who cares? But I probably will. <laughs> you don't have to. I know. Keep it in. They like this stuff. It breaks the fourth wall. We're kind of like Deadpool the podcast. Deadcast. <laughs> it's very Podpool. Dead. <laughs> I like Podpool. <laughs> Anyways. So then we ended up going to... Just kind of bummed around all day because flights got delayed. People got people missed their flights because of security. 
and uh, oh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, what Jeffro missed yeah. his flight? Didn't Grant get held up too for security, or was that some Grant's other reason? Flight just came in late to begin with. Oh, okay, all right. And two had a delay for some reason. Okay, so we're going to fast forward this then to the big meetup. Sure. Okay. I have nothing else. So. So Friday night, if you've listened to the Oklahoma Bowl primer, you knew that we were getting together at nineteen oh seven which was a burger and beer place. Um, a whole bunch of us showed up there. Yeah, and, like, uh, like three people reserved yeah, in that's advance. What, yeah. And I assumed the four people staying with us were coming and a couple others. And then we it was like everybody showed up. Yeah, over so 20 people. If you're listening to this and you came to Oklahoma Bowl, RSVP so we know. It wasn't ultimately a problem, but it would have been nice to know. But we really were, me and you were talking like, we might have 10 people. Yeah, I told him, I think 13, and I was just lying out my ass, because I was hoping. Right. But. Which is probably why they had a few people eating in there when we showed up. Well, no, they said that they, they're not going to kick people out. Oh, okay, whatever. Yeah. Anyways, if you know you're doing something, RSVP. It always helps. In general. <laughs> but not a big deal, it's still uh, fun. Yeah. Food was slow, but good. Food was very slow, I must admit, but it was good yeah. when we got it, but everybody's food, I thought, came out pretty... I was kind of disappointed well, yeah. in that. I mean, not that we were in a hurry. You would think they would have more people who could do it faster, but they probably just can't do it any, any faster. It's a new place, too. I yeah. mean, it's only been open a few months. but Not a big deal. No, it was every, nobody complained about their food that I know of. No. So everybody was happy once they got their food. Yeah. Um, I know the table I was sitting at, everybody was happy with all their beers. Mm-hmm. Um, the group kind of diversified, split up, and people yep. sat with different people, which I thought was good. It's always good at an event, and I think everybody had a blast. And Chance was quiet the whole evening. Yeah. You know how Chance from 3 Dot Block talks all the time? That guy was <laughs> as quiet as can be. Yeah. When you lose your voice, it kind of helps. <laughs> Yeah, we were asking him questions all night and saying you had to answer I, loudly, I and he know. couldn't. I just, I he agreed can't. to so many naughty things that night. What? what? I can't say no. <laughs> it was pretty fun. Um, yeah, but it was great. It was actually really good because we met a lot of people that were the first time yeah. ever tournaments. So we got to kind of shake hands with them and get a feel so the next day it wasn't so AJ, awkward. Thomas, Marcus. Right. Yeah, they showed up, and they're like, um... Is this area reserved? I was like, uh, yeah, it's it's for the our Blood Bowl group. Yeah, I know. Oh, shit, I'm sorry, man. I, <laughs> Steve, nice to meet you. <laughs> uh, I, I laughed at uh, Jason Eads and Mark Tetch, who were sitting out. They showed up a little bit late, mm-hmm. so there was really no room in the area. And we were all like, we'll squeeze in. There like, was two of them, and there were two open seats. Right, so they didn't want to sit in there. They said, no, we'll get a table out here. Well, every time I walked by, they were flirting with some waitress. I mean, like, big time. I'm like, that's why you guys didn't want to sit in there with us, and they right. were laughing about that. So, it's called the Denton Golden Triangle. Ah, uh, Denton, Texas. Is that Which where is, they're both from? Yeah, I think. And that's an in-joke because the mall there. It's mm-hmm. called the Golden Triangle. Oh. Oh, this is a sex joke. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's trying. <laughs> trying to have sex? So, <laughs> it's always amused me, because growing up, my mom had a whole bunch of smut novels. Mm-hmm. So, of course, I skimmed them for the sex parts and would read them. <sighs> and, that reminds me. We're going to go on a tangent here, folks. Um, There was one where it was... 
was a lesbian scene, and they got to talking, and they the they described one woman's area as the golden triangle, and I found that humorous, and then I found it hilarious when we went to Denton for the first time, and they had a mall called that. Hmm. I dated a girl whose mom was like super religious, supposedly, <laughs> and was always harping about stuff and always worried about us like kissing or something. And yet she read these books like she she's the type of lady to take a bag of those books in and come out with a bag at the used bookstore. That's how my mom was. And I used to take them and I used to just open them up randomly anywhere mm-hmm. and then start reading the smut parts out loud. And she used to get so mad because I was like, you really like those? Those are basically pornography. No, oh, they're yeah. not. No, they're not. And so I'd read stuff, and then she'd get so furious at me. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, our library was extensive in all aspects. <laughs> I bet you learned a lot from those books. We also had Joy of Sex and the More Joy of Sex, Illustrated Kama Sutra. Wow. No, and all kinds of No wonder you stuff. messed up. You met my dad, right? Yeah, I know. Yeah. That's why he's dating somebody like 20 years younger than him. Don't blame him. No. Yeah, well. right. the family. All right. So uh, Mark, Mark and Jason were flirting with waitresses. That's how we Right. That's how that, that happens. Um, so we wrapped all that up. Came yeah. back here. And what did we do then? Camel up. That's right. Um, didn't Didn't some people break off? Um. Oh no! Our people came back with us. Everybody came back here. Jen left. Yeah, she went with us up there. Um, I thought somebody else left the group, but maybe not. Anyway, so yeah, we played board games. We actually mm-hmm. played Camel Up and something else, right? Or was it just two games of Camel Up? I think it was just Camel Up. So uh, it was me, you, Jeffro, two, Brian, two, and Keller Reeves. Yeah. And I think that was it. Yeah, because Grant didn't get in until real late. Right. So we played some games for just a little bit, and then we kind of cut everybody loose, and we went to bed. Oh, yeah. Because it was about midnight. and We were going to get up really early, so yeah. I was going to bed. <clears throat> we just had the alarm set for like 545. Mm-hmm. So um, as soon as we get into bed, about 10 minutes in, I hear the door open. See, and I didn't, because I stayed up. I went to bed before midnight, and... Grant was supposed to be coming in, but I was only messaging him through Twitter, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting any responses. I'm like, hey, dude, um, you know, people's still up. Just knock. If you don't hear from them, you don't get in, you know, text me. Here's my number or message me <laughs> or whatever, you know. And I kind of stayed up just in case he needed something because I didn't know he needed a ride or whatever. <laughs> so I stayed up until at least one thirty waiting <laughs> No, he, he and then I come to find out the next day. It was not too long after we went to bed. I heard him come through the door, and you know, Jeffro and Keller met him, and they all started drinking and talking. And I thought, I'm gonna go out there and say hi. And then I thought, no, if I don't (laughs) do that, I'm not gonna get any sleep. Right. And I know I'm not gonna get any sleep the next night. So I'll just stay in here. They think I'm in bed anyways. Um, They were fine throughout the night. Yeah. I went to bed, so. Grant ended up getting up before I did. Yeah, I think his uh, clock was all messed up and everything. But So anyways, that marks night one of Oklahoma Bowl. Boom, boom, boom. 
day two or the day. Yeah. Um, we got up super early. My buddy Vin was coming down to help us. He's out of the military now and had nothing else to do. So, so we always preach on like, it's nice to have an odd man out. It's nice to have that partnership of somebody to run the tournaments with you. Let me tell you, folks, it's even better when you have a third person. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we got that this weekend. Uh, yeah, everybody really wanted us to play because I've never been a big proponent of playing when there's a big tournament. But everyone was like, you guys can play and run it. It's no big deal. That's true. We did have that we conversation on Friday. Uh, Brian, too, really pushed both of us to play if mm-hmm. needed. Um, Keller was all for it. Jeffro was all for it. So, so we tried it. We had Vin anyway, so we ended up just letting him run it. And putting results in and everything, and it was big help. Allowed both of us to play. So yeah. that was awesome. So, uh, I mean, I don't know what details here people want to know, but we got up We got up about 6, got down there at 6.30. We were stressed out. People started rolling in at 8 o'clock, which was, you know, time for registration right. and stuff. And uh, I think it went pretty smooth. For the most part, yeah. Um, I didn't really have any problems. Of course, our... Oklahoma boy, Scott Hess, who should have been one of the first people there, is always the last person. Always the last person. So another, if you're running a tournament and you want to start at 8.30, you tell everybody you're starting at 8.15. Right. Because we have a thing where it said registration from 8 to 8.15, and then first round starts, (laughs) it's going to start at 8.30. So he didn't show up until 8.31 and said, what, you said you weren't starting until then? It's like, yeah, but we got to go over stuff. but. So we learned a little bit of lesson there, but we kind of built, we built kind of, we, we went back on the time a little bit because normally we start at nine and we kind of rolled back the time on the schedule on purpose in case we had problems elsewhere. Yeah, because we kind of made it later because nobody from Dallas just drove up like we thought they would. So like, why bother? You know, and then of course this year. People drove in from Fort Worth, which is right outside Dallas, uh, that morning. So <laughs> right. It's like, well, that kind of shot us in the foot, but they seemed fine with it. Yeah, I mean, that's part of it. And the- realistically, yeah, if we wanted to go to a big tournament, it's not a big deal if we have to get up at 5 in the morning and go. No, we've done that stuff, so yeah, we totally understand. So, um, God, what time did we get up to go to? You didn't go. You didn't go to Little Rock, did you? No. God, every time. Steve went to Little Rock for a HeroClick tournament. We yeah, we got super up early. super freaking early. Like 4.30, I think. That's ridiculous. Yeah. So ridiculous. We drove a long time before the sun even came up. <laughs> I was like, this isn't right. <laughs> All for HeroClix. Yep. <laughs> so um, we ran a, a four-round tournament with the help of Vin. Yeah. We played in the tournament. Do we even want to go over our results? Um, I... I'll do mine real quick. Um, just it's been a while. If but. you haven't le- listened to the Oklahoma Bowl primer, this tournament's a standard 1.1 million uh, build. You were allowed to get the green all stars for uh, Whatever, the price. Cares. They might care. And then we had the wacky weather table. Yeah. I just wanted to let people know that. So, um, played my vampires, and how'd you like them? Wow, they were horrible. Um, so first round, got to play Grant, so that was nice, because I thought maybe he'd be hungover, or sleepy, or, uh, no, he took Undead and beat me to nothing. That's great. Then I played Stephen Helt, who's, who's he work for? He works for, he does some of the stuff for Pathfinder. 
if you play the Pathfinder role-playing game, Stephen Hill has worked with... He's one of the writers, right? One of the writers, yeah. Okay. So. It was kind of neat because he he's a writer and then AJ... AJ Murray. Murray. I want to say Green. That was Stephen. Uh, AJ Murray was a designer and did some of the Red Dragon Inn boxes. Right. I think he worked for AGE or AEG. AEG, yeah. AEG, so... He's moving on to video games now, but still, still that's cool. really cool. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so second round, I played the Oklahoma Sooners. That was Steven's orc team, who proceeded to beat me three to nothing. Um, then I got to play Ryan Gibson's dwarf team, and I actually won that one, surprisingly. You won a game? I know, two to one. <laughs> and then played Pat and his really cool-looking vampire team. So it was vampires against vampires at the end. The Winterfell Wolf Pack, um, and he he won one to nothing. <laughs> so vampires, I only took three. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I didn't. I was not the cause of my problems. I didn't have problems with the rerolls. Never came into question. Really? And I don't know about never, but I never really bit my own guys a lot. It's just everybody else was smacking the crap out of him and breaking seven armor. Tell you what, those Oklahoma dice this year seem to break a lot of armor. I was getting my ass handed to me. It was a very, very bad day. (laughs) But my my team looked awesome. My day wasn't much better, so I totally get it. Mike Carpenter painted my vampires, so it looked Oh, yeah, your vampires looked awesome. Good stuff. So that's one more down on the road to 24. Man. You're almost there, man. Two more. You want me to go over mine real quick? If you want to. Um, first round, I played uh, Chance from 3 brought Block. He had his Norse team. First five turns, I dominated the game. Yeah. Just dominated. Knocked some guys out, injured some guys. And from play five on, Chance dominated me. And I either got beat 3 nothing or 2 nothing. I can't even remember. Um, game two, I played a, a local guy, Brian Hill. Um, he's from Moore, Oklahoma as well, plays in our home league. Uh, we tied 1-1. And then for game three, I played A.J. Murray, really nice guy. He had an awesome-looking cast pack team. I think he won 2 nothing. It might have been 3 nothing, but I got dominated by him too. Jeez. So at this point... I have one tie, two losses. Uh, one guy needed to drop out because some emergency at home, so I went ahead and dropped with him to, yeah. so we have even numbers. So I didn't play a game four. Luckily, I didn't play a game four because I might have been able to get the, the wooden spoon, which, thank God, I didn't have to play round oh, four. Oh, that's right, because you didn't play all the rounds, so you don't, right. you don't qualify. So I don't qualify for it. Um but, yeah, that could have been a disastrous day. Um, it was terrible. And I don't know what was wrong with my team. It's just dice. I don't it's, It was an awful day. After playing Critter Bowl with the Chaos Pack team and having a good showing against Brian, too, and everybody else there, <laughs> getting my ranking up, my ranking's now back in the cellar with <laughs> Chaos Pack. So, oh, well. I'm done with them for a while. It's a 50-50 team. You do either really well or you die fast. Yeah, it was it was one of those days, that's for sure. Um, I, you know, I played the fun little, um, I don't know if we really even talked about it, but I played the Champions of Law 
which was a chaos pack team made with like good miniatures you know like yeah like for example my marauders i had a i had a dwarf on the team so i gave him block and tackle to represent that but he was a marauder and stuff like that anyways chancellor was a really cool idea and i was like oh, i got it from the fluff so and didn't you your team was sucking until you fouled somebody which you really shouldn't have done right i was also going to try to play him that was against chance uh i kicked him on turn five to foul and i was like after i did it i hurt one of his guys and i was like man i shouldn't have done that i told myself i wasn't gonna foul they're the champions of law they're a mixed good team right and then the and fluff he, and they we laughed about they it they don't foul people right. they play really nice right and, and chance we we laughed about it but i went it was like cursed from that moment on for the rest of the day kind of fluffy i guess yeah I mean, stupid halfling. You broke your oath to Sigmar or whatever. I had a halfling in place of the goblin. Okay. So anyways, yeah, stupid halfling. Anyways, bad day, uh, but it was a great fun day overall. Would you like me to go over the awards? Sure, go ahead. So for the first time in over three years, we have a new Oklahoma Bowl champion. Thank goodness. But we'll get to that that in a second. So, uh, back of the pack went to Dustin Parsons. Uh, best sport went to Jason Eads. Uh, fan favorite. This is like whatever you think. This is like best painted or the coolest team or whatever you best think theme, this is. Whatever. This is what you vote for. Uh, went to Jeff White. Uh, the stunt- what team what was that? He had um, a really cool orc team that had oh, the black okay, and white yeah. checkerboard right. and flames and stuff on it. Really nice painted team. Um, Mike Carpenter won the Stunty Cup um, with his, I think it was a halfling team, I believe. No, it was Ogres, I'm sorry. Yeah. His Ogre team. Um, Then we had best defense was Casey Fitzgerald. Most touchdowns went to Rich Heffron. Most casualties went to Drew Bucciacone. You might know him from Three Die Block. Mm -hmm. Uh, Third place for the Dilzine Cup went to James Lowe. Second place went to Brian Two, the former world. three-time Oklahoma Bowl champion in a row, mm-hmm. and then first place dethroning Brian Two, coming from the second table and leapfrogging him, Will Oliver from up from Wichita, and the only one of the Kansas crowd to come down that day. That's right. He was the lone representative. Of Wizards Asylum in Kansas, and he comes in and he goes undefeated that first day. He took their power. <laughs> he did. So, uh, and then we gave the Excellence of Cheese Award to Vin Wynn, who was the guy who was helping us out. So, that's kind of our goofy trophy that we give away for whatever reason we want. Yeah. It's so really we nice thought, to have. Since Vin wasted his whole day, mm-hmm. not that he was doing anything. Still. <laughs> But he, he, he helped, had fun. Yeah, he helped us all day and um, had a great time. So we, he got the Excellent of Cheese Award. So what do you think about that? The whole day? The whole day. It was a lot of fun. If you're also wondering, we put out the hit for Brian 2. Anybody to beat Brian 2 <laughs> could be eligible for a prize. Well, nobody beat him that day. No, he, tied, he tied one game. He never got beat. Tied so. the final game, right? Uh, yes, I believe Which so. Which is why Will was able to overcome him. Right. It was a really close matchup. Which so, is why we don't have overall points. Or, I mean, a top we table. don't have the top table. Yeah. Looking at three-dive rock. 
<laughs> well, what I mean, what a whatever, second. Whatever format works for whatever tournament. You know what you're going in. So. I know I came in second in the tournament. <laughs> you did overall. <laughs> you just didn't get second place. I know. Um, so, yeah. So, after five years of running Oklahoma Bowl, first first year was a, a dwarf champion. Yep. And, um, anyways, we had like 20 people there, I think, the very first year. 23, maybe? We had 23 paid. I think we had 20, th- 20 okay. show up. Yeah, sounds right. Um, then we had Chaos Dwarfs, Chaos Dwarfs win it from mm-hmm. Brian 2. Different team names, but back-to-back Chaos Dwarfs. Yep. <laughs> and then we had a Slant team win it last year. And finally, we got Dark Elves. Yes. To win it all. Very nice. So we might now get a legacy trophy because we don't have it won't be just the Brian Two Award. <laughs> I fear it will be after that though. <laughs> well let's wait until ten. Because <laughs> I don't want it to be like eighty oh. percent Brian Two? Yeah. <laughs> you guys gotta come out. He come out and beat this guy. God dang. He's so good. Why is he so good? He's so good. It's control, man. It is. It's clean living and control. Which is why he lived cleanly. Because right. he has control. Right. Um, so we wrapped up Oklahoma Bowl. And then we headed over to a pizza place. Oh, we did have a special oh. uh, prize that Chance got. The, uh, the oh. Goff Rockers. Mm-hmm. Bought, got some of their merchandise. And we were trying to just like do a special thing to where... What was the requirement to get it? Like to take so out chance a- won the prize is we had the green all stars. Yeah, it's like you know Ripper, Vargolchur, Rashnak. They're on the shirt. Harry Batsall. Yeah, yeah, they're all on the shirt. If you had one of those characters and you killed somebody with one of those characters, so you rolled the hit them, yeah. rolled the catch the injury, and you killed somebody, or if you were playing against one, you killed one of the green all stars. The first guy to tell us that. Had to come to us. Yeah. And we thought this would last a while. You know, it should go for a few rounds. Maybe to go into the next day. No, first round. Like 15 minutes in. Uh, that was my fault. Yeah, good job. Because I was playing with Harry Badsall and mm-hmm. Cromnard Dung. And he just walked up and smacked you down? Yeah. And you rolled for injury and he died? Yeah. That's not right. Yeah. I believe it was Harry Badsall that died. <sighs> Figures. I might be. I don't know. It was bad. That whole game was bad. <laughs> I think I ended up the game with like five, five players in the field in that first round. Yeah, been there. <laughs> God. So yes, I gave up <laughs> the Goff Rockers prize pack. Yeah, my uh, one of my games, I had two people left on the field. It's just like, where are my vampires? Why did everybody leave me? <laughs> Somebody come back. We also before we went to go eat, we gave up. A ton of prizes. We gave so away so much stuff. Two painted teams, so a couple other painted teams, and we'll get into. We'll, I'll recap all the sponsors at the end, but we gave away so much stuff. I mean, yeah, I think everybody's pretty happy with that stuff. And oddly, it was like it's just <laughs> Will's weekend because we decided to you know just pull it and let the people choose from what's on the table. We got a lot of good feedback from that. Yeah. Normally we'd say like, yeah, we're going to give away this team. And then we'd draw the name and yeah. they'd have to take it. This year we just say we're going to pull your name and whatever's on this table, you can take whatever you want. Mm-hmm. And we had a lot of good feedback from yeah, that. Yeah, it was all the big stuff. I felt that was fine. 
Because yeah, we had plenty of time and everything. But yeah, first name pulled, Will. You know, that that happened years ago with Brian, too. The very first year he was here. It did. That we gave out a orc, uh, orc the, team. The painted orc team, yeah. The painted orc team that he was using on Saturday. Yeah. Um, he won the tournament and won the drawing. It's weird. It just happens. Yeah. Just part of life. I like it. <laughs> Not that I could win, but I wanted to. Was our names even in that? No. That sucks. It wasn't right. I know it's not right, but it's there was some good stuff in there. <laughs> oh, I know. I would have liked stuff. I want one of those cases. Dude, um, I saw, because we're going to Buccaneer Bowl next month, mm-hmm. which is at the Flying Monkey GT in Kansas. Mm-hmm. They're getting a ton of sponsors for the Warhammer stuff and everything. KR Multicase sent them stuff. Two things. Hmm. A backpack and like a big case. But that was it. That's fine. Now I'm saying we got a ton more than they did. Well, don't. Okay. Because we're awesome. Well, yeah. I just want to brag. I mean, is there a podcast about the Flying Monkey GT Con? I no. Have no idea. They have to rely on us. You want to go to Buccaneer Bowl and see us? You got to listen to it about here. True. Listen it's about it. It's the week after Rot Cup, which unfortunately we won't be able to make. Yeah, we'll talk about it in the. Shout outs. Okay. So. So that finished up and then we went to go eat. Right. Well, there was about, I'd say 25 of us. 20? Yeah, it was a good number of us. Some people did not go and eat pizza, but some people, most everybody did. We mm-hmm. went over to Hideaway Pizza, which is on Campus Corner, just a, a walk away from the shop. Couldn't have asked for better weather either. No, we really had really nice good out. weather. Uh, we went out. Everybody... There was no difficulties with people like getting together and ordering pizzas and, no. or anything like that. So everybody got together and had pizza. Me and Drew split a big old pizza. Uh, Chance and John Brees, winged human, split a veggie yeah. pizza or something. But no, we had a great time. And the Canadians and others, Jeff Rowe, were drinking like crazy. There was one that was drinking a lot more than the others. Yeah, there was a rowdy table. And they had to, for whatever reason, I don't get this, but... Um, Maybe it makes your balls bigger, but you had to slam your beer mug after you drink from it. No idea. But they were being loud doing that. It's not something I do. So uh, we had a great meal, great fellowship, and then we we kind of wrapped it up. I mean, we went home. It's about nine thirty, ten o'clock, and they wanted to stay and drink and bar hop at Campus Corner, and we said, "We'll let you do it." <laughs> you so, got the address. You got our <laughs> phone numbers if you need anything. So uh, they said, "Fine, we'll take an Uber." And we left. Yep. And we came home. Brian, too, followed us. Um, <laughs> we hung out for a while. And then <clears throat> the night got interesting. Not for me, because I went to bed. So, once again, Steve was kind of the smart guy here. So, I'll just set this up with, uh, I went and visited my girlfriend, just for a little bit, while since nobody was here anyways. And Brian, too, and Steve strategized because you had to make a roster. Yeah. Because they said, see, you guys can both play the tournament because Vin helped. So yeah, you need to make a roster. I so didn't think about like, it. So. Okay. So they made up a roster. I went and visited. I came home late. I would say I made up the roster. Just throwing that out there. I'm sure he, y'all talked about it, though. Brian, too, is fun bit, to talk about didn't, rosters. I know, stuff. but I didn't, I didn't do your trick. Oh, you didn't just take direct him. advice? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Steve is better than me. Well, yes. That's <laughs> what he wants to talk yeah. about. Well, I did well, so I wanted to <laughs> Okay. All right. 
I don't mind giving it up to somebody. I know. If they help. So I fall asleep over there, and I wake up, and I realize it's 2.30 in the morning, which means it's daylight savings time. It is 3.30 in the morning. So before I go any further, Grant, Keggy, or Keller, and Mr. Jeff Gallenbach, otherwise known as Jeffro, might deny some of this story. But I'm going to tell you the prime truth here. And I was asleep for <clears throat> 99% of it. So so I I tell her, I'm like, I got to go. She's like, it's not 3.30 yet. And it's like, it doesn't matter when it is. It's going to be 3.30. And, then, you know, we got to mean Steve got to get up at 6 again. And so, well, I, I think we set our alarms for 7. I think we agreed at 7 since everything was kind of right, set up. Because we left everything down there. It's already But regardless, set up. it's like three and a half hours sleep. So I rush home and I think. I thought, well, it's going to be easier for me to stay up 10 more minutes than it is to get up 10 minutes early. Right. So I'm going to take a shower now. But when I walk in the house, Keller, Jeffro, and Grant are no longer, they're not here yet. They've been out all night. They're not in this house. So I take a shower. And as I get out of the shower, I put on some shorts and get ready to head off to bed. And all suddenly I see a big glaring light outside my house. Like car lights. I'm like, oh, what's that? And then it dawns on me, it might be them. Right. So I look out the window and I see these people. I see shadows. Like if like zombies were walking around through lights or people. And I was like, oh, that's got to be them. So I was like, oh, boy, they're going to be drunk. So I better walk out there. So I walk outside. We have a big light on the corner of our street, which we are the second house from the corner. When I walk outside, Jeffro and Grant are peeing on the fire hydrant. Directly onto the hydrant. Right. Not like next to or... No, and the Uber cab is just driving off. So <laughs> I worry because if somebody sees this and reports it, they could get in actually big trouble for oh, this. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's public indecency. It can be a sexual crime. You can be put on the sex offender list. It's stupid, but it can happen. <laughs> Keller is peeing on the side of the house and they get done peeing. And then Grant comes around and he goes, Hey buddy, with his arms wide open. I was like, Hey, and then he immediately depances me outside. Right. Frank and beans everywhere because that's all I had was shorts on nothing else. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of like a bunch of frat boys, or at least what I imagined the frat house being like. (laughs) <laughs> on a Thursday night at OU. And then they wanted to drink. And I, I believe Jeffro and Keller start to go eat pizza. Well, Grant takes off down the hall like I thought he was going to go to the bathroom. But he turns. And he starts going down towards Steve's room. <laughs> and I was like, dude, what are you doing? Grant, Grant, what are you doing? Grant. And he's like, I'm going to get him or whatever. And he tries to open your door. Just to come attack you. Yeah, I heard it happen, and I woke up, and I'm like, what the hell? Steve locks his door. Of course I do. Because he has a lock on his door. Yeah. And And if Steve didn't have a lock on his door, Steve would have a lock on his door. (laughs) Right. This is what Steve does. (laughs) So Grant's trying to bust the door down, because he thinks this is going to be funny. It would not have been funny. And (laughs) I'm telling everybody that listens to this podcast, you might be able to get away with that from me. With me, but Steve doesn't like people drinking, 
or being out of control, and he doesn't like them together. And, <laughs> and in and, my room in the middle of the night. And a brunt of the joke of it. Oh, no. You would have came unglued, wouldn't you? I could not tell you, but if I had to guess, yes. <laughs> if you would have jumped in your bed, you would have swung. I would have freaked out, swung, and been screaming at the top of my lungs trying to get control of the situation. And if it got pushed further, then who knows what would happen. So Grant turns around immediately. And I'm not a violent person or a mean person, but I am a very controlling person. <laughs> yes. Grant immediately turns around and goes, we just need a flathead screwdriver. That's all we need. I was like, no, trust me. And I'm talking him down. I'm like. Don't do this to Steve. Don't do this to Steve. Blah, blah, blah. We go on and on. Um, Jeffro's eating old pizza, and so is Keller, and they're dropping toppings on the floor because they're drunk. <laughs> well, Grant keeps picking them up, going like, they're going to blame this on me, and all this stuff. So Keller then on purpose starts dropping toppings everywhere. and about- Which is infuriating you because we have ants. <laughs> this We're trying has, to get rid of them. This has been infuriating me because I just got rid of some ants that came in the house. And I had the house cleaned before all these guys came over. Of course. So it was like this, the cleanest my house has been. And now they're dumping toppings everywhere. But I can't say anything because if I was really drunk, I'd just be a bigger jackass. Mm-hmm. Because that's what funny guys do, right? Until we get a candy bar shoved in our drink yep. at Chaos Cup. <laughs> Uh, so I knew not to like be a dad to them because they would just get worse, and I know they weren't like being mean. No, they were just it's not malicious. It's just they were drunk. just drunk guys. And about this time, another thing happens in the kitchen that somebody really denies, and I'm not even going to go into that, right? Because he's adamant that this didn't happen. So we'll just say it didn't happen, even though I saw it. Just a further Frankenbeans. <laughs> a further Frankenbeans story by somebody, and maybe you can ask one of them. <laughs> Even though some of them said they didn't see it because they were too drunk. Anyways, doesn't matter. It happened. Whatever. So about this time, Brian, too, gets up kind of as his way of like, I'm going to go pee. But this is telling you guys that you woke me up and it's almost four in the morning and you guys need to go sleep because I am a serious blood bowl player (laughs) and I'll kill you. I need to win tomorrow (laughs) and I need to win tomorrow and I'll kill you if you don't go to sleep. So he gets up and pees, and I don't know if they really get the hint or not. And so more toppings get spilt and everything else. And finally I'm like, all right, guys, I'm going to bed. You know, be quiet. Don't mess with Steve. You know, it, I got to try to get at least three hours of sleep. So I go into my room. I lay down. I shut the door. I lay down. I, I still hear them. They're loud. But I make it about 10 minutes, and I'm shocked that, like, they haven't barged in here yet. Yeah. Because I figured that's going to happen. Sure. So I'm almost asleep, and then all of a sudden, the door opens up. It's Grant with his pants down to his knees. You could see the belt in the shadow (laughs) from the hall. So it was like a lifetime story come to life. This was like... Daddy's drunk coming into your room. <laughs> I didn't know what this was because, well, I know Grant. I don't know Grant. And you know how... Right, we've s- talked to him. We've hung out with him. Right, but you never bit. know. Like I've been in college with people who get like really, really mean when they're drunk. Mm-hmm. Or they get over-sexualized or they get whatever. But you didn't know this side of them until... 
Mm-hmm. They're drunk. So he comes in and he falls on me. Now I am facing uh, east and west. He falls on me north and south. Like we make like so a you're cross. facing like the head of the bed and he falls yeah, sideways. Sideways. Okay. And I'm laying belly down. And he's now laying belly down, but like our butts are like perpendicular. It's awkward. A little bit. So think. he falls down, just falls down. And then he's like, I said, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be calm because I'm pretty good at gay chicken. and But um, he was kind of freaking me out because he was drunk. And he's like, you knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Why didn't you lock the door? And I was like. Grant, I don't have a lock on my door, but you knew this was going to happen. And I'm thinking, what's, what's about to happen? To happen? <laughs> so I'm just trying like to Like I said, this is a lifetime story. So I'm trying to be as calm as I can. Scotty has a secret. But at the same time, I am a little... Turned on. Turned on and turned off at the same <laughs> time, you know. Why does it feel so good if it feels so wrong? Right. <laughs> I just be didn't wrong know. If it feels good. I don't know what's about to happen here, you know? He's a wiry guy. He might. I mean, I could have got raped. Right, yeah. So then we talk about why I don't have a lock on my door, you know? Like, well, you know, I moved into this room. This room never had a lock. It's closer to my girls when they're here, et cetera, et cetera. And then all of a sudden he shifts. To a position that I've never been in before with a man. <laughs> you know the term spooning, Steve? Of course. Grant's face, his little hairy bearded face, was cheek to cheek with my face. And we were basically, he was basically on top of me, spooning me. He was the big spoon. Yes. And then it even became, it was even more awkward. Because I was like, I said, what's going on here? <laughs> Nothing, man. I'm just... So, so tell me about this girl. And then he wanted to have a serious conversation about my girlfriend, how I met her, where's she from, how many kids she have, how long we've been dating, blah, 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 blah. And the whole time, I have my elbow cocked because I'm thinking if this guy gropes me, we're now way too close. He's one gay chicken. I, I've been beat. <laughs> yes. He's one, but what's happening here? And it's, we're face to face. Cheek to cheek. Cheek to cheek. I could feel his breath. And dong to cheek at this point. Very much so. I, I really thought that. I was like, well, he doesn't have a boner. That's good. <laughs> and so I I told him how he's going to regret this tomorrow because I'm going to tell people about it. And he's like, I just want to talk about your girl. And mm-hmm. So he's asking me all these questions. So finally, after a few minutes of this, maybe 10, I go, hey, hey Grant? And he goes, yeah. And I was like, you think maybe we could talk about this uh, maybe another time? Oh, yeah? And I was like, yeah, like maybe tomorrow when we have dinner or something. I guess we could. And I was like, well, why don't you just go get some sleep? We're only going to get about three hours sleep, and I really need three hours sleep because I got to run the tournament tomorrow. So could we just have this same conversation tomorrow? I'll tell you anything about her. And he said, okay. And he calmly gets up, kisses me on the cheek, (laughs) and tells me goodnight and shuts the door. This, folks, is why Grant is going to be forever known from this point on as Spoon. Also, we always have a Back of the Pack award, which I think is kind of, because that's like our weak sauce or the wooden spoon. 
Right. So we might have to just change that for all our future tournaments as the grant. <laughs> yeah, we might have to. Because we have the Delzing Cup. <laughs> the Grant Hortz Award. Yes. Spoon. Mm-hmm. So that was how my Saturday night, Sunday morning ended at about 4 o'clock in the morning. I was asleep. It was very nice. Right. You had a very interesting, non-interesting time. Mm-hmm. I don't regret any of my decisions. <laughs> this is twice now that I've <laughs> stayed up late and you went to bed. And I have like an interesting story. Yes. But I really don't want to have an interesting story. You know, there's a phrase, nothing good happens after midnight. <laughs> I don't personally believe that. But after 2 a.m., it gets really sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> After midnight, you can have a lot of fun doing a lot of things. After, at about 1 a.m., everything's funny. You're just up talking with people, and just everything's funny. You got you know the tiredness and the creativity flowing. At 2 a.m., it gets real. <laughs> You've really got to make that decision of bed, or we'll see this through till the morning. Well, um, I would say you're pretty accurate on that so far. <laughs> Um, I've got to be spooned by a man, a handsome man with a beard. Yeah, and um, I even told the people at work about this. More action than what you get when you go to gay bars. Yeah, I guess so. I I told the ladies at work this story, and one of them had to see the picture of him, and I showed him a picture. She's like, "Oh, I'd let him spoon me." I was like, "Well, maybe next time he's in town." Nice. So getting him the hook up. So that is Grant Hortz from the Nufflecast. Hortz. Nah. Halitosis. Halitosis. Whatever name he uses. Anyways, uh, Nufflecast. He is known now as Spoon. So I hope Tristan calls him that. Tristan. <laughs> Tristan calls him that all the time. Spoon. They have a new theme song for the show. Spoon Man. <laughs> Spoon Man. <laughs> Come together with your hands. <laughs> He's a cuddly guy. So aside from that, <laughs> got to lose an hour too. Well, that's I was counting the losing the hours. She didn't really kill me this year. I'm kind of primed myself did, up for I, everything. I did super well for only getting three hours of sleep. Yeah, at least that day. So Sunday we woke up. I told Steve all these stories as we drove down to Norman, <laughs> and I he laughed was, like going, "What?" He was so happy he went to bed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we set up again. Vin came down again. Everybody came in tired. Some people really hung over, like yeah. Jeffro. <laughs> I don't think Keller was ever hung over. Jeffro was hurting. I don't know if Keller can be hung over. <laughs> it's, it's impossible. <laughs> it might be. So, Spiky Cup. It's three rounds, and we had a crazy kickoff table this year. Yeah. Pretty much. Um, so, I did have to make a team, like you said. So I ended up making a Kemri team because it's one of the last three teams I needed, and they're painted, so that right, narrows it, it down. Uh, the Tarkan Osiren. It's kind of Egyptian-themed because um, I decided to take Sinbad as uh, the star okay, just for fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he, he looks really good, and if you're a better player, he's probably really good. He didn't do me a whole lot of good. He was fun, sort of. I think he's just like, if you have the extra money, God, you so get a cheap. guy with stab. So cheap. 
I mean, as an option. Yeah. So, I don't think he's great. For the price he is. I mean... Well, yeah. So cheap. But I ended up taking four Tomb Guardians, two Blitz Raws, two Thrower Raws, four Skeletons, Sinbad. We get a free bribe. I bought an extra bribe. And I had two rerolls. And then I just took block on the Guardians and tackle on a Blitz Raw. Made it nice and simple. Nice. And, you know, I thought, simple. They have strength. I'm just trying to hurt people. I don't really care. So I went up against Matt's Black Orc Bach Ball Busters. This was the female version of his Black Orc Bach Bashers. Right. And They ball bashed you? He almost pitch cleared me. (laughs) Before I even had to turn, three of my guys were gone. Including a Tomb Guardian. Oh, so you got the Delcine. Yeah, I was just like... It was so bad. I, di- I didn't even want to play that game. Period. I th- why, why would you? <laughs> About two turns in where nothing was going right and my casualty box and my knockout box was just piling up. I, I If I could have just forfeited, I would have. <laughs> but, oh, God. He destroyed me. So I thought, oh, well, well at least I have two more horrible games to look forward to. Where did that even end up? I forget. <laughs> There's only one and nothing, but it sure as hell didn't feel like it. <laughs> no, so horrible. Not when you get three guys blown off the line right at the beginning. Um, then I went up against Ryan Gibson again, and he played dwarves again. And I actually was able to beat him again. Nice. So that was nice. One, two to nothing. And I got it to where he played his death roller. Because he took Death Roller with the dwarves. And he, I knocked him out, which was nice. And then he used the bribe, got him back. And then he set up for turn eight <laughs> and had to use him. And he was gone. Oh, that's awesome. It's like, oh, sorry, buddy. And I think, yeah, it was me because he used his bribe there. Um you know, I had two bribes, mm-hmm. so I can keep Sinbad in. Yep. Rolled one twice on him. Oh, that's awesome. That was Yeah, that was the highlight of that one. So then the last game, I ended up going up against Marcus Keene, a young kid who was playing Goblins. And he, super nice looking team, using the Avenger Ogre models. Right. With the Spider-Man Goblins and mm-hmm. stuff. And it looked really cool. He... Has the mechanics down, but some of the strategies still, you know. Well, he's young, too. Yeah, he is. But he's he knows what he's doing. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't a complete, you know, blowout. I ended up winning three to nothing, but, you know, it wasn't that bad. So on this one, the most interesting thing, I rolled a two for Fan Factor. He rolled a two for Fan Factor. <laughs> Nobody wanted to be there. He had three fan factor. So he it was you. five to two, and he more than doubled me and got plus two. That's awesome. Because we both rolled double ones. That is awesome. It was pathetic. <laughs> I'm playing against, I'm playing next to someone like, oh, you, you got to write that down. That's incredible. I'm like, oh, I better because I would have forgot it. <laughs> Good stuff. Man. But it was a lot of fun. I ended up doing really well. 
because I was knocking the crap out of his team. And with Spikey, you get points for casualties and knockouts and all that. So I ended up doing pretty well, well at the end. I was happy. Just that first game was so bad. I was happy, too, because... I mean, it wouldn't take much to be happier after my Oklahoma Bowl day. So right. I had a slant team that was actually in the form of my miniatures I used from Arcadia Quest, the board game. And they were all clearly marked, but they were little mages who could you know, bend space and time to warp instead of leaping. Right. So they were teleporting. I'm well aware of the idea. Yeah, because you came up with it, mm-hmm. I believe. And I said that was stupid. Yes. We've been through this. But then I found a cool fluffy team, and I said, that's my idea now, so it's mm-hmm. okay. So um, I started off, um, I won 2 nothing over a dwarf team. I then played a Nurgle team with Rich Heffron, and I got lucky on a few things, but it blew open the game to one 2 nothing there. And then I played uh, Pat Wynn. Wynn? Yeah. yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And... Um, his Amazon team, the She-Wolves of Win, And um, this is maybe where a lot of stuff happened. Because Pat goes, I go, you want to share dice? And he's like, I really recommend we don't. Because I've, I've never been this sick before. And I've, been, I'm just warning people when I play them that maybe we shouldn't share dice because I'm sick. See, I played him the day before. <clears throat> And I don't know if I shared dice or not. I don't think I did. We might have, but mm-hmm. probably not. So I said, eh, it's fine. Because I love sharing dice. Because I don't like dice, two different pairs of dice that roll different. And I can't get, I cannot get mad if I play with the same dice and they roll bad. I, right. I get mad, but oh, I can't get as mad. So I said, it'll be fine. Feeling healthy anyway. So it'll be fine. We played our game. Um, anyways, I had the slant team. I also had, um, who's that little guy with the skink with the stabby thing? Hemlock. Hemlock, who worked really amazing for most of the day. In this game against the Amazons, Hemlock had some, some of the greatest plays and then some of the worst plays. Greatest play, Pat had a breakaway, and I chose to just base him with an Amazon, or with one of my, um, slam, and then I blitzed with Hemlock. To just go up and try to stab him. Double sixes, knocked him <laughs> off the field. Great play. Uh, before the end of the half, all Hemlock had to do was dodge away. He Roll has the dodge, one, right? re-roll one. Jeez. So he drops the ball. Anyways, zero zero at halftime. Going into the second half, I'm kind of in control. I have pat down some of his blitzers and his guard pieces, and I have men on him. And then him, I get in a situation where Hemlock just has to dodge away. All I need is three. One, re-roll one. I, lose the, I don't lose the game, but we tie 0-0. Zero, zero. Yeah. So I still won two games, tied one game, and got a sickness. It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I think everybody got that. <laughs> like, not everybody. We'll continue that thread in a little bit, but it, it was bad. So what so, was the overalls on this one? All right, so the overalls. Uh, another fun day. Uh, kudos to the person who made up the rules for the tournament. The kickoff table is pretty awesome. So speaking of, I did make the kickoff table. It's a lot of fun. My favorite, and I think I had it on the last two, 
is the weather one because I incorporated the D3 or the kickoff die. Mm-hmm. And on, I think it was the 7, it was a change of weather. So the kicking team chooses a weather result. The receiving team chooses a weather result. And then the third result is um, uh, Eclipse. Yes. So I got Eclipse two games. And what Eclipse is, is the referee, it's too dark to see any fouls. So you can foul to your heart's content, but you still get thrown off for like weapons and stuff. And it was minus one to passing, which didn't really come into effect on either one. Right. But man, the fouling was fun. I want that to be an actual <laughs> result on the table. Let me now. tell you something. Picking the weather is really fun because when you go up one nothing and then that happens, you go, um, "How about it? It's raining." Oh, thanks, jerk. I'm playing yeah. Nurgle. <laughs> or oh, well, you got a lot of move. Well, I don't. Uh, make sure you can't go for it, or you know, right? God, I love it. Most definitely. So yeah, that was a pretty <laughs> cool thing. So all right, so let's start from bottom to top. Back of the pack went to John Brees with his Underworld team. Stunty champion was Brad Wells with his Ogre team. So we had Ogre teams win it yeah. two days in a row. He came in like 10th or something. Best sportsman went to the man from the north known as Spoon. God. Mr. Grant Hortz. I can't believe. Anyways. You can't believe what? That As I say, people voted anybody, for him? He's a he's super spoon? nice guy. He really is. But if they knew, no. <laughs> I think by this time, everybody knew oh, I'm sure they did. about the spooning incident. Because I kind of freely told that story. It's mm-hmm. like, And then you know, even somebody at work goes, I can't believe you guys would tell stories like that. You shouldn't have said that. And I was like, this is what men do. Yeah. We wait for the moment for our friends to do something stupid so we can immortalize them with a, a dumb nickname for the rest of their life. Yeah. That's, that's why, why, you know, that's why uh, the big fat guy's named Slim or whatever, mm-hmm. but. Spoon. It worked perfectly. Right. Some of the votes even said spoon for best sportsman. <laughs> uh, fan favorite went to Pat Wynn. Uh, his team, the the Amazon team I Very played. Very nice looking. The, the She-Wolves of Wynn. Beautiful team. That's a modified werewolves. Yeah. They're it, cool looking. Yeah, it was really awesome. Uh, most brutal went to Jason Keller. Uh, best offense went to A.J. Murray. Best defense went to me, Scott Prime. I let zero in all day. That was amazing. I was the Iron Shield for summer. I could, you know what? I hardly got any bonus points, though. Yeah. And, and I kind of knew that by the second half of playing Pat, I was like, it might trickle down to me if I can keep him out of the end zone. Yeah, because the whole tournament's on bonus points. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Del Zine Cup, third place, went to Will Oliver. Second place Good went, weekend for Will. Yeah, great weekend. First place and third place. Uh, second place went to Chance Kirchhoff with his Norse team from 3 dot block. And undefeated, and for the first time ever, because he's always been runner-up, I think, two or three years in a row, Brian to Stunty Cump champion. And he did it with chaos, folks. Which makes sense for the tournament. Come on. Kind of, but nobody else would have won with Chaos. Probably not. Okay, so let's give him a little tip of the hat. Yeah. So, anyways. There's just no stopping him. And then the Excellent and Cheese Award went to Marcus Keene and 
our reasoning was this was the most votes I've ever seen for two teams in the fan favorite award. Yeah, normally we get a few. Usually that, it's kind of a landslide and then yeah, a lot of little ones. You get like ones. 10 votes out of the 30 people this was, and seven go to one guy. Yeah, this was decided by one vote. And Marcus's team was pretty amazing too. Yeah. So we gave the excellent cheese to Marcus Keene for his beautiful team. Mm-hmm. And for being a good sport and coming out and he's oh, young. Yeah. And... He's the future. Yeah. He's like um, you didn't you, you neglected to mention who you played your first round. Alan's wife, dude. <laughs> Somebody actually said that, dude. No, <laughs> no. What do you mean? I neglected who I played. He's just like I, I played a dwarf team, <laughs> and then uh, second okay. round I played. So Alan's daughter came out for the first daughter. Eh, daughter, whatever. Well, you make a wife joke. I want to make sure that there's. Not that this is any better. It's a little better, but <laughs> no. Somebody, I know. Somebody goes, "Is that his wife?" And I was like, "Are you kidding me? Like, you have a problem telling age?" <laughs> yes, his daughter, high school age, wanted wanted to learn to play blood bowl and come out for the first tournament. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I played her first round. What do you want? What do you want? <laughs> uh, you, you just got easy win. I did, but I can't help who I played. You take the most confusing team in the world, <laughs> and you go up against a newbie. Come on now. I even, you told me, watch the game while I go to the bathroom. And I, I look at your team, and I got confused. <laughs> it was clear as day. You can ask Pat Wynn, you can <laughs> ask Rich Heffron, and you can ask... Can I ask Gracie? Gracie Riley, yeah. You think? Sure. Okay. We'll ask her and see if she thought it was confusing or not. You can ask her that about the second game she played, and she'll probably say the same thing. Doesn't I matter. cannot help that I was <laughs> somebody was going to play her for her first game ever. True, I know. And it actually was in some ways beneficial since she knows me. Sure, absolutely. That she could ask questions and stuff. I just thought it was nice we had two young kids playing. No, I thought it was really great, too, because hopefully you know, they'll get excited. They'll go tell their friends mm-hmm. and maybe practice some more and come back to play. So That would be cool. That would be amazing. Wouldn't it be awesome, seriously, to have like half that room full of young, younger kids like excited yeah. about Blood Bowl? That, that'd be a, a really awesome. Because they have a lot, a lot of energy, and we could have them run things instead of us. Oh. And we can just play. Yes. I like where this is going. I love where it's going. Let's do this. <laughs> so that wrapped up Spiky Cup. Wrapped up the weekend for game-wise. It was a lot of fun. It's long, as always, but... Didn't feel too bad this year. It, you know how I compare this to like a smaller version of Chaos Cup, like the whole weekend with more games feeling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I always say it feels right. kind of like a big. It's a big event. It's in Oklahoma. We have more games than Chaos Cup. We're a little cheaper than Chaos Cup. We give a lot of stuff away like Chaos Cup. But mm-hmm. even the end felt like Chaos Cup, where everybody is like saying their goodbyes really quick. Lots of hugs, lots of handshaking, so we can spread this disease that Pat gave us. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> We don't know Pat gave it to no, us. No, we really don't. We're probably right, but... <laughs> and then, I mean, everybody, like, within 15 minutes, there's only about five people left. Mm-hmm. So, just but, like Casco. Uh, yeah, which is why we don't do that anymore. <laughs> right. Um, and then the rest of our weekend, I mean, if you folks want to know, we kind of cleaned up, and then we did a big sushi fest. I uh, was able to partake in a love boat. 
Well, a sushi boat. Is it called a love boat? The, su- the sushi love boat. You, Brian, too, and Grant Spoon mm-hmm. got you a big boat of sushi. Yeah. Which shocked me that you did this. Well, I, I kind of, they talked, I talked them into it. <laughs> Steve wanted the sushi boat because he just wants to see the boat. I want to see the boat. He wants to see the, the boat so bad. It. But that's like something my children would do. It's like, let's just get the boat. You're going to eat I this? Also no, wanted, not really. I wanted to try sashimi. Okay. I'm proud Which of you. Which I'm not a fan of in the slightest. But you did try some. Yeah. So I am proud of you. I tried multiple types of just straight up raw fish. Ain't my thing. <laughs> Me and Drew, I think, bought about $100 worth of sushi. Maybe. Seriously? Uh, my bill was over. My bill was $50. Dang. I ordered too much because I wanted like a little bit of everything and I wanted right. to make sure everybody got plenty of food. I had my gyoza. Oh, that stuff's good too. And then like half the food I was trying to get. Keller helped us eat some. Yeah. Greg, Craig Ashby helped us eat some, which was fine because I couldn't hold any more. And I don't like to take sushi home as leftovers. No. So. But I just wanted a little bit of everything, and yeah, it cost me like sixty-five bucks that night with tip and everything. The boat was would have been cheaper, but the boat didn't have everything we wanted. No, we, we got those specialty rolls. But it was a boat. They knew who I was too, didn't we? They? Didn't get to keep the boat. They knew who I was, didn't they? That's my place. It's not really something to brag about. <laughs> I ate a lot of sushi. <laughs> we stay in business one more week. Fat man, come back. <laughs> Fat ginger, where have you been? <laughs> Is that racist that we did the voice? I don't care. It's not really. That's I got a best friend who's Asian, so I'm fine. Yeah, well, there's no way we could be racist, right? Yeah, that's how it works. <laughs> of course, ironically, it does. did not come eat sushi with us. He, I think he wanted to. I think his wife came home. Yeah, so I think he had to run off. That'll happen. So, anyways, then we came home. We did not, obviously. Jeffro did not go with us. Oh yeah, Jeffro was so messed up. I wonder, did he play Pat the first day? No, Jeffro was not sick. He eventually got sick. Yeah. But I think his was a hangover thing. He took some Advil oh, and stuff. Okay. And he needed, I think he was. He only had like two hours of sleep, and he had a lot of liquor. Gotcha. And I think that's what it was. He slept it off here. And then we came back, and we hung out and just talked and BSed for a while. And we actually, some people did some trading. Or we yeah. showed off our teams, I think, is what we yeah. did. And then um, we called it a night and finally went to bed about midnight. And it was amazing to sleep in until about 8 o'clock. Yes, it was. And oddly, Grant had to leave like 8 or something. Spoon left really early that morning. And we're like, he's like, oh, it's no big deal. I'll get an Uber. No, no Uber. No <laughs> other one. No taxi service at that early. So two had to wake up and take him. So I guess you could say Oklahoma's not as big of a city as we think that there would be a taxi uh, or an Uber. So much, I guess. But Late at night. Te- but this tells you that if you do have an Uber, or if you don't, you could start one in Oklahoma City and maybe get the business in that morning. You can get the random one person a month <laughs> at 8 in the morning on a Monday. Yeah, what else are you doing? Okay. Yeah, what else did we do to wrap up the weekend? Um, we went to Cactus Jack's. Just Played a pinball some pinball place. and arcade stuff. Right, me and Keller beat S- Steve and Jeffro in some NFL football, three to nothing. I forgot what team we were. Y'all were the Cardinals. You were the team that had two working controllers. <laughs> we were the. T- <laughs> we were the team that did not. You had it worked. Hmm. 
<laughs> left to right, <laughs> the trackball should go every direction, hence it being a trackball. This is the greatest game ever for one quarter. We got to play four quarters of this old school football game. It was amazing. And we got our ass beat because we couldn't do anything. You only got beat 3 nothing. I know. It wasn't that bad, really. <laughs> Which, ironically, when I played the computer, I got beat 3 nothing. Mm-hmm. So I guess the game's not a very high-scoring game. <laughs> Still fun. Oh, and Kelly's card battery died, so we had to do so we had that to fix that. Mm-hmm. And then we dropped... Uh... Keller departed from us. Mm-hmm. We went had lunch with Jeffro, and mm-hmm. then we dropped him off at the airport... And about 4 o'clock, we just came home and sat down. And did nothing. And I remember saying, Steve, if you want to turn on the TV, you can. And you said, no. I'm good with the silence. I'm good with the silence. And we we sat there for about an hour until I had to help pick up my children. And it was, we were kind of like, you know, we could record the next day or so. And that was just long enough for the sickness to incubate. Actually, Monday morning, though, Jeffro said he started feeling bad. Yeah. Keller's voice was messed up. My voice was messed up. And we just thought it was because we'd been talking all week. I was feeling something. Like, I thought, again, I was just talking too much. But I think my body either barely got exposed and we kicked it out. Or I didn't get it as bad as everyone else or something. I got something else. But, no. I don't know. But for the rest of the week, I was pretty darn sick. And if I... Had a lot of time at work to take off. I would have taken it off. You were not the only one either. Because uh, John Breeze was really bad. I think Brad was really bad. Uh, was it Jeffro who said he passed out on the way to the... Walking his daughter somewhere. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he passed out. John so... went to the doctor because of 101 fever. <laughs> so, yeah, we had... Yeah, every night I had a fever. And, just like, we just kept bit. getting random reports from other people talking about how they got sick. So Papa Nurgle was there, and he infected some of us, which, you know what? This is two weeks delayed, and delayed putting up the stats, but it was well worth it. Oklahoma weekend went really great. Yeah, so... It was a great event. It was, absolutely. And this is the only time we've ever gotten sick, so don't expect that next year. (laughs) But, yeah, so that delayed it. Um, I was working a lot that week, trying to make up time from the days I missed. And then I had to go down to the Texas Pinball Festival, and I was so wiped out, I came back early on that Sunday and didn't even make it the whole weekend. And uh, we just slowly been getting back into the groove. Yeah, I'm still not 100%, but... Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Whatevs. Um, Might be dead. So, shout-outs. You ready to do some shout-outs, Steve? Sure. Shout-outs! Shout-outs to everybody who came, obviously. Especially, I know. Especially, mean, Pat came from Florida. Grant and Keggy both flew in from Canada. Um, Jeffro flew in from Chicago. Brian, too, as always, just hops around. Greg Ashby flew in. Was Rich Heffern the guy from Indiana? I think so, yes. I think so, too. Yeah. I hope I'm not wrong on that, but... Ton of guys. If we have not mentioned your name here, we still appreciate you very, very much. All the new people. It was great to see new people come out. All the old people. Oh, um, Gabriel and Tiffany got married and oh, come geez. down yeah, for their I'm honeymoon. I'm so sorry. 
Right. So not only did we set a record on Saturday, Saturday but then Sunday, yeah, we had the newlyweds. Mm-hmm. We had a big spiky wedding cake that everybody got to yeah. eat wedding cake. And it's it good. Was really, yeah, it was really good cake because we got to take the leftovers home. <laughs> yeah, we had it for a while. And um, yeah, so how, how awesome is it that we can say somebody spent their honeymoon with us right. at Spiky Cup? That shows you what kind of event we run and how important it is. <laughs> so you should not miss it next year. Yeah, next year I believe we're probably going to do a custom figure for Spiky. You think so? I think so. I think it's time? I think we'll do a custom figure of some sort. Either Spiky Norman or maybe Harry Batsall, but yeah, I think Spiky deserves one. Okay. So that'll be fun. I would like to thank Wizards Asylum, who let us run the tournament, and we took over... The two rooms completely. (laughs) We took over two rooms completely. Um, And anyone who spent money there, thank you, because that's always appreciated. And Brian said he did notice the sales, so he said uh, to let everybody know that he appreciates them. Yeah. Support the store, too. Um, Guys, we can only... We can can make this bigger now. I mean, we got 40 people, a lot of new people. Really? Yeah, forty. As much as I wanted really fifty, awesome. and we really could have hit fifty if all like the normals would have come and stuff. But if we hit fifty again next year, Steve's still going to shave his head because I don't think he's going to cut his hair between now and then. Can't imagine. So we still shave his head. We'll see how it looks. <laughs> see how it looks. You plan on losing a bunch of it? No, I'm saying we had if we had fifty registered before I had to put up my hair. Then oh, we'll see. I want to just cut your hair. I know. <laughs> we can do a Kickstarter. To cut your hair? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't want to do that. 500 bucks. Five, crap. What? I poop, People, I poop my pants for 100 bucks. Let's put that on Kickstarter. That can be arranged. Maybe not. I guess probably uh, Indiegogo. This is probably the better place for this stuff. <laughs> They'll let you poop your pants for money? Doesn't hurt to try. <laughs> I mean, really, if you saw someone who's going to poop his pants for a hundred bucks, you're not going to give him two bucks? Um, yeah, I might do that. Okay. You don't think there's 50 crazy people out there like that? <laughs> maybe. So maybe I should say 200 bucks. So are we doing this? <laughs> I think, think that's what I'm hearing. Oh, I have an idea for maybe an Indiegogo or a Kickstarter for us, but or maybe even just a fundraiser for us, but... Not really a fundraiser. I kind of want legacy trophies. I guess we can talk about this. Oh, okay. Kind of want legacy trophies. Okay. With like people's names on it. Yeah, no. And I thought if we could like do some type of fundraiser or I don't know, sell dice or something. I don't know. I don't know what people like, but I think it'd be kind of cool. I almost want one for every one of our tournaments. I want one for Nuffleween too. I had this big like. You know when you're at work and you just tune out everything and you just go into this dream <laughs> sequence? And I just thought about all these things that we could do for tournaments today. And I was okay. just like, this is between listening to four other Blood Bowl podcasts today. I was just dreaming about these legacy trophies. <laughs> They're all unique, which I noticed something we're not going to get happen no matter what. And, we could. I mean, just like, I don't know. It was, it was like big Stanley Cups of Oklahoma Bowl with all the all the champions on it. Seems unnecessarily large. Yeah, but it'd be awesome. You know that. Yeah, it'd be pretty awesome. All right, we'll <laughs> yeah. figure something out. 
I can't thank you guys enough. I was so happy that we had 40. I do want to give a shout out again to all of our sponsors. I did contact them all, and most of them were very thankful that I did. Just be like, hey, you know, people really liked it. So if you want something from one of them, contact them. Let them know that you really enjoyed it. It goes a long way for them helping us out next year as well. Um, or even if you're just happy that we had that many prizes there, contact them. Just let them know. Oh, yeah. I mean, the more people that give feedback saying, hey, I was there and I saw this and I appreciate you giving, they're going to remember that and maybe do the same thing. Maybe do the same thing next year. You never know. Right. But there's there's a less of a chance if you don't say anything. So the Willie team was painted by... Uh, Nathan Kitchlin? Nathan Kitchlin, yes. Uh-huh. And then Stephen Green donated, donated some high elves that were unpainted, so I ended up donating my high elf painted team. So I want to give a shout-out to both of those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Neomics and Gaspez sent full teams. Grebo sent in 120 euros worth of gift certificates. RN Studios sent over $100 worth of product. Hungry Troll sent amazing figures, including the Bob Bifford. Mm, so good. So good. I love that guy. Um, mm. As always, we had stuff from Impact. Uh, we had Mackie Games gave us stuff. The MK181, Roll Jordan, all them. Um, and then, of course, KR Multicase just hooking up us so many cases. It was insane. And I'm sure there's others, West Coast Quake, um, Rocky Mountain Rampage, Chaos Cup, all these places donated little things, but adds it up to a lot of big stuff. So Yeah, it was, it was a really great time. I really encourage everybody to come again next year, and let's keep growing it. Let's see what we can do. I know we're in the middle of kind of in the middle of Oklahoma. <laughs> But at the exactly. same time, for, for Oklahoma, getting 40 people is huge. If we get 50, we take over the whole store for the whole weekend, which would be amazing. That's. Or do we just go somewhere else? <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I, I think everything, some things we learned this year, we, um, we divided up the tables a little bit different this year. Yeah. I don't know if we talked about that we in did the primer not. or not. It was an we idea did, that you came up with. And since we were going to divide it up into two rooms, um, I've been in the bad room before, or what people think is the bottom table room, and everybody kind of jokes like, oh, we're in the bottom table room. We're never going to be in the other room. So this year, we divided it up into even, even numbers and odd numbers for each room. And this kind of let the top tables not really see what was going on at the other top tables. So you kind of just worried about your own business. Yeah. I've been at the top table before. And, yes, I met a game and look over it the other way, just curious on what the scores is, just in case something on my table happens. Right. So it just naturally happens. This way you didn't have it as much, so you just concentrated on your game. You had a good mixture of the serious players – and the bottom tables who are laughing and cracking up, I think it worked out really good. And we've had a lot of feedback on that, too. People said they really liked the setup this year. You know what else we did this year? What? Just last night? After <laughs> many, many years of trying and failing to get things to work correctly? Oh, yeah. So Steve, I guess, is going to bring this to light. So we're either idiots 
But you might have made the same mistake. That's why we're bringing it up, because Lord knows we've tried and had problems since the beginning, but it was our fault with SCORE, the program. So we always used SCORE and had an older version of SCORE. Which you can go to the NEF and get the program through them. And SCORE has a way where you can download the digital file just to upload to the NEF site. Right, generate upload. So from Oklahoma Bowl 1, we have tried that. And we tried it for Oklahoma Bowl 1 and Nuffleween 1 <laughs> and Critter Bowl 1 before we gave up. Because what we do is say this is not working for us. This is not working. This is the errors we were getting and people didn't understand. Then we give that file away, usually to, I believe, Mike Valdrick yeah. or Brian Mitchell Extreme to help us out. And for some reason, they always got it to work. Seemed to work fine with me. Yeah. And we're like, what kind of freaking idiots are we? And then some, you know, I talked to some other people and they said, I just entered the results by hand and still using the digital file. So it's a big pain in the ass, especially having 40 people this year. So that takes a while, even with 20 people in three rounds or whatever. But we did it because we just didn't want the file to error out and we wanted to get the results up as quickly as possible. Yeah. Well, this year we were kind of like, we got to figure this out. Because we have now we have forty people, which is twenty matchups for four rounds, and you know this That's is getting a lot big. Of crap to type in, and it's like I can't imagine that Katie does this by hand when she does Chaos Cup or right. anything else. So between the two of us, basically, I went to the help file and I'm like, "This is ridiculous. There's got to be something." And I ended up looking, and we, you know, we're like, "Well." Do you have to have the NAF name here instead of the coach name? What if we hit this button? What if we do that? This seems like it should be working based on the error code we're getting. Well, it's not. Well, what about this? I finally end up seeing the release notes for each one. And version 1.6 says that it's an integrated the upload process for the the score program and i was thinking what and it says that it made it to where it can upload to the naf it's always had the button that says generate upload file (laughs) but only in version 1.6 does it actually work (laughs) and we just had to put the naf ids in so we downloaded the the new version of 1.6 which we've never had never had 1.6 we've had 1.5 the whole time and we just 1.15 it didn't seem broken so we've always kept that right well then it still didn't work and then reading into it i think steve found out we need you know, we we don't care if it's Brian Two's name or not. We need his number. We don't yeah, need so Grither. The name and number. We it's need like, the number, oh. whatever your NAF number is. So we went in and inserted all of those, and we got the file to upload lickety split. And yes, we feel like big idiots. But if you are having problems with the, the score file, maybe we can help you. <laughs> if you go to upload it and it says what coach ID can't be found was not. Registered right. for the event for every single coach. And if you, he played four rounds, it yeah. was going to say it four times for that coach. Yeah, so upgrade to 1.6 on the NAF <laughs> site and put in the names, IDs, and numbers. Upload, and you should be good to go. Right. We were, we were, we were thrilled to death. <sighs> and, you know, people like 
like Matt McMatt from Rock Cup, he always said, I've never had a problem with it. Right. It's like, well, how do you figure this out? We're, we're not doing anything different. That version must have come out like right after we downloaded ours. <laughs> well, regardless, five years later, we have fixed it. And hopefully getting results up will be a little bit easier. And from faster. Here on Thank God. So we learned something. Even after five years, we've learned something. Yes. And you're never going to make everybody happy. We gave out like 22 things on Saturday night to 40 people. And I heard people say, sucks I didn't get anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think that was us. (laughs) Pretty sure I was like, I wanted something. Anything else you got, Steve? I'm losing my voice, brother. Sounds like it. Um, Not specifically related to the event. I do want to say that it is the first two events of the Scars series. Southern Central and Moracle Regional Series for the NAF. Uh, no, not a real, uh, not a real surprise here. Brian Two is leading it with twenty-seven points. Will Oliver 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 is second with twenty-six, and Chance is third with sixteen. Hmm. So, uh, got a tight race. We have a tight race, sort of. Like two of the top three are probably not going to play in any more events. Well, you never know. You never know. Maybe that encourages them to come out. Uh, coming up shortly for the Scars, we have Rot Cup, April 9th, Austin, Texas. RotCupTX.com. The Royal Open, June 18th, is our first event in Kansas City. That'll be awesome. That is a two-day event. One's is official, it? I think. I, well, there was a talk of it, at least. There's yes, a, yes. A NAF-sanctioned tournament and a streetball tournament right. on day two, two, if anybody hangs out. Right, exactly. Um, and by ours, I mean the scars. I'm, I'm not running it. Joseph Roberts is running it. So, right. Just want to throw that out there. Uh, Diablo Bowl two is happening in Grapevine, Texas, July 23rd. Both of those events you can find if you go to Scars Blood Bowl series on Facebook. You can find information and links to their actual event pages. And then we also know Emerald City Cup two, August 6th in Wichita, Kansas. Bugman's Bowl is happening in October in Austin. Can't remember when exactly. Is it October or is it the end of September? It's one of the two. I think it's the end of September. I think, I think it was going to be October, then it might have got moved to the end of September. Right. We'll, we'll have more well, information on that once, once yeah. it's finalized. Still plenty of ways off. Uh, we have Buccaneer Bowl. Oh, then uh, that's not Scars. Oh, I'm so sorry. then uh, right. last Scars one is Nuffleween in November sometime. And, you know, if anybody in the area is wanting to run an event, as long as you have a weekend between another event and it's open, we're happy to have you. Um, But as of right now, that's all that SCARS has. But yes, Buccaneer Bowl is April 16th. April 16th at the Monkey Flying Monkey Monkey GT Con. Yeah. From what I understand. In Wichita. We're paying ten dollars to enter and ten dollars to play the. You pay ten dollars to get into the tournament. con, and it's ten dollars for the tournament. But there's also Warhammer stuff there, so if you wanted to head up there, mm-hmm. you know, on Friday and play games all day, yeah, you it's could. Like, it's like fifteen bucks for the three day pass. I think it's a big just gaming con for that area. Yeah, and they're doing Blood Bowl this year, so get but, out there and support them. Maybe we'll see more Blood Bowl. Yeah, it'd be at cool. Cons, I think that's neat. And uh, apparently, it's just thrown together at the last second, kind of. 
It's, so. But it sounds like a really unique tournament because we're going to be playing on the top of a ship. Right. From the way I understand it, the fluff-wise. And they have some way that the ship sways back and forth so you everybody could move one space left or right or yeah. something like that. We'll find out, and obviously we'll talk about it here on the podcast. Yeah, unfortunately, we are not going to be able to make Rock Cup due to Scott has his kids. And I've got like a mega birthday party with five different people having their party and uh, new machines coming up for the shop. So i got to be here. It's really sucks. It's kind of like your Sharknado, isn't it? kind of is. It's like family party NATO. It is. Because it's my sister-in-law, my brother, sister-in-law's father's 70th birthday, and then my father's 78th birthday. Your dad's 78th. No, 79th. That dude can outwork us in a second. Oh, easily. So... <laughs> All four of those. I think there might be another one being thrown in. That man could build a barn right now. Probably. He would love it. Yeah. I kind of wish he was here and make you do work. That'd be funny. Do we want to get into that? <laughs> do we want Do we want to look at the big open hole that used to have a double-decker oven that should have shelves in it and painted? Are you making fun of somebody's dad? I'm just saying. Maybe you should shut up. <laughs> um, but... Buccaneer Bowl is not part of Scars because it's the weekend after Rock Cup, and you have to have a weekend in between. Sure. They understand, but just wanted to throw that out in case anyone was confused. Sounds like a blast, man. Other than that, I um, think we're going to try to get another episode out decently quick. So you think this one's going to make it in March, or you think this is going to be like right at April? This shouldn't have a whole lot of editing. so I've coughed a lot. You have. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Whenever this comes out, there will be another episode for sure in April. So yeah. whether this is at the tail end of March or the beginning of April, we are definitely going to have another episode in April. And we're going to come back and probably not talk about tournaments, but talk about fluffy stuff Yay. and get back to the roots of everything. And we'll actually have little segments where Steve edits all that. Boo. <laughs> and make Steve's life hell. Yeah, it's on the bed. But back on, back on track, and hopefully we'll be healthier. And I don't know if it's a sickness or if it's Oklahoma Bowl weekend, but I still feel tired from all of it. Yeah. But it's so worth it. It is. Absolutely. Um, did you want to talk about any of the swag that we have left over? Did you want to pimp that out oh. this podcast? Do you want to do Jeez. that for next podcast? Uh, we are running very, very low on the green kickoff dice. I don't remember how many we bought initially, but we're there, almost out. There is not many left. Not at all. L- less than 10. Total, yeah, because I still have some packs I have to send out. And those out. are 750 each. So 750 each. We have some croms. We do have some croms left. Those are 15. Uh, we have our tournament dice, which if you wanted all four sets, it's 20 bucks. Um, we had pens that, oh, on a coin, which is ten dollars, looks really awesome. That coin's only ten dollars. Yeah, but you can get it all together for forty bucks. You kind of make me mad sometimes. Like I wish I made the prices on stuff. Well, really, the coin's only ten. Yeah, I thought it'd be a lot more since it's bigger. Oh well, yeah, I mean no. Okay, it, I didn't it factors know. out. Okay, you know you're um, you're fine. And then I bought fancy pens for the tournament that. Had both down on it, but nobody realized it. Like, nobody. 
That's because the guys who made the pins made them crappy. Well, yes. It kind of sucked. So I didn't, I don't usually like to complain, but I did complain. And they were like, yeah, it's no problem. We apologize. You should have been told that that wasn't going to look good on that. I'm like, well, I ordered it through a website, so I'm not really sure who's going to tell me. But okay. So Amsterdam Press, they went above and beyond and got everything reprinted. And now we have all fancy new pins. That's great. That's going to be awesome at uh, Next Oklahoma Bowl or even Nuffleween. Probably have them for a while. Yeah, that's good. A lot of pins. That's a great problem to have. Spent a lot of money on pins. (laughs) Should seem stupid, but it's worth it. I understand, brother. Um, Other than that... Like I said, if you want any of that stuff, I'll put pictures up on the website or Facebook. I'm sure everyone's seen it by now. Don't need us to be talking about it. But sooner the better. Let us know. But if you really want a crom or one of those kickoff dice, there's really not that many. I'm sh- I was shocked that we've sold so many of them. Yeah. Crom model looks really good. The crom is amazing. Big, sh- big props to Extreme and Big Sexy yeah. for helping us on that. Kind of sad to see them dwindle down. I thought we'd have those for like years to sell. No. But we ain't going to make it to Nuffleween with them. Yeah, I, I bought 100. I wish uh, you guys would buy Boner Storm as much as you buy this crop <laughs> figure or this uh, coin. Still got copies of Boner Storm. Uh, you, you always will. <laughs> All right, folks. I'm getting off here. Sounds good. Uh, Get it? No. Get it? No. Uh, I miss I miss Spoon. <laughs> oh, so sad. <laughs> All right, guys. For Scott Prime. And Steve Kilowaki. This is Boat Down signing off. You're supposed to say good night. Good night, everybody. There you go. That's awesome. You can follow Both Down on Twitter at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F A T F I N L E Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. Spoons, 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 Look out, look out, there's something evil twitching in your kitchen. Boogly boogly silverware everywhere, the terrible, horrible spoons. Look here, look here, they can carry soup or peas or disease. Spoonily, spoonily, lock your doors, check your drawers, the terrible, horrible spoons. Look in the spoon, you look like a clown. It's all fun and games, but turn it around. And now your face is upside down. It's truly the devil's work. They never slice or chop or spear or whisk or dice or pierce or smear. No, all they ever do, I fear, is spoon, 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 spoon. The terrible, horrible spoons.
They're big. They're small. They scoop. They flick. They're silver. They're wood. They're a ball on a stick. They hold solids and liquids. There's nothing that stops They're it. convex on one side. Concave on the opposite. Spoon, 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 spoon. spoon.